for Stanley. Get me the brandy. Everybody shout. Boop, boop, boop for our home team. A new pirate generation. Everybody shout. Let's go, Pirates. Chase Utley, you are the man. Wow. Welcome, everyone, to the Keystone Connection podcast, where we are here to discuss only the most important topics in this wide world of sport that we live in. This is Vince from the Steel City. She's Pam from the City of Brotherly Love. And believe it or not, we are still married. It's East meets West. So let's get right to it. Wednesday, September 5th, 2018, and we are hyped to the max for this Pitt-Penn State game this coming Saturday night, primetime network television, bright lights, big city. We had to call a special emergency podcast for this game this week. We are just totally jacked and ready to talk about it. Before we get into it, we got to break down the Panthers' victory over the Albany Great Danes in week one this past Saturday. A relatively comfortable win for the Panthers, uh, a relatively boring and uneventful second half, uh, 33-7 the final score. That was a halftime score as well, uh, just coasting to a victory, a lot of different players playing. Uh, give me your overall thoughts uh, on this game what you did like, what you didn't like. I think the most important thing is everyone came out healthy. Yeah. I think the yeah. whole stadium had a relative gasp when Kenny Pickett went down at one point. Yeah. But uh, I think it was just cramping well, there. And before you continue, uh, in terms of health, you know, there were several players that did not play in this game. Right. Uh, I, I, count, I counted four starters uh, that sat out. Alex Bookser, probably our best offensive lineman. And then three uh, starters in the secondary did not play. Correct. So I think that is the most important thing that everyone came out healthy. Uh, Narduzzi played 55 guys. Not counting special teams. 55 players. So there's some talk of how the defense didn't look as sharp, the offense didn't look as sharp. First of all, they played 55 guys. You're not going to get in a rhythm with that. Number two. That offense was not going to show anything in that playbook. Yeah. Did we see any jet sweeps? Any? Oh, we saw a lot of jet sweeps. But nothing um, super complex. No, nothing they haven't shown before in the past. Right, and nothing thrown downfield. They did not open that playbook up at all. They did a lot of Kenny Pickett rollout, safe throws. It, it, it was it probably was, the same five or six plays. Right, over and over again. So, I think it was fine. Mm-hmm. I, there's, I think... It, I have no feelings about that game. It was a glorified scrimmage because nothing was shown. Everyone was healthy and bodies got in there. Yeah, um, uh, you touched a little bit on the on the offense. On defense, uh, we shut down the run uh, pretty good. I don't have the stats in front of me, but from what I recall and reviewing the tape is um, Albany only really had any gains of significance on the ground uh, using gimmick plays. Um 
uh, a pass defense, maybe not exactly what you want to see. Um, I saw some safeties get beat a couple times, but the guys that were getting beat for the most part were guys that are, you know, maybe your, your second or third string. So I'd argue, like, how, how important is that? Um, you know, uh, DeMar Hamlin was the only starter in the secondary. Uh, he, he, he was out of position on, on one deep pass, uh, but he did make up for it on, with an interception. Um, so I, th- I think that was all good news. I thought the cornerbacks played excellent. Um, it's just a few of the, the, the reserve safeties that didn't do that great. But linebackers uh, and the defensive line in terms of a pass rush, I, I thought was, was very good for a first game. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I think we feel pretty confident with, with, um, with how the team looked. I think they looked good. Um, and I think they're ready and I think they're focused. And moving on to this, this Penn State game here, uh, let's first talk about the magnitude of this game um you know some people you know around this country may not want to call this a rivalry um you know to to support some sort of ulterior motive uh but this is a this is a major rivalry this is a massive game uh in this area regardless of what anybody wants to say uh it's huge for penn state uh this is the only uh non-conference game of significance that they play uh, so if you're talking about um, having to beat a, a, a marquee win in your non-conference, you know, m- last year Pitt was only 5-7, and seven, so that win didn't mean a whole lot. But the year before, they virtually kept him out of the playoffs. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think they did. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, and for Pitt, you know, this is the first in, in three major non-conference games that they're going to be playing. Um, and, you know, being a rivalry... Being, is Notre uh, Dame considered non-conference? Yeah, they're considered non-conference. Oh, okay. And, and considering you know, um, you know, perception specifically with local media, this is a major game. And if you look what Pitt has coming up here, you got uh, Georgia Tech next week, which is not going to be an easy game. You got uh, North Carolina the following week, a team that you struggle with, and then you got uh, Central Florida on the road, a very uh looks like a bit could be a very challenging game the team hasn't lost a game in over a year so you know if you lose this game you know your back's really against the wall here because it's not going to get any easier no not at all and i predicted that they are going to lose that game against central florida yeah easily easily (laughs) Easily. well an easy loss we'll we'll see how, how you feel uh you know come uh uh, you know, the end of September. I believe that was marked. I said uh, in my preseason. You said they were going to win that. but Well, no, no. Well, I said in my preseason predictions, I said that we're going to lose one of Central Florida and North Carolina and one of, or one of Georgia Tech and North Carolina and one of Central Florida and Notre Dame. I didn't say which ones. Okay. Uh, so You we'll, can hedge your bets. Well, well, we'll, we'll see what it what it's like, uh, you know, come come game time you know maybe central florida is just going to fall off the map between them maybe they're just going to forfeit and we won't have to play the game maybe i hope so um but we got this monster game this week uh a chance to show the show the whole country what you can do um how do you feel going into this game is there any particular areas of concern that you're really worried about i'm going to address something on game related i'm very angry 
uh, non-game related. I'm very angry that college game day is not coming. Yeah. To well, yeah. And this, you, but it has. I mean, I I'm a little biased that they should be coming to Pitt, Penn State, but I'm more mad of the game they chose, Texas A&M and, and Clemson. That's not going to be a good game. It, Texas A&M's bad. Very. They're not great. Clemson is excellent. They're going to roll over them. I'd be less angry if they were going to USC Stanford. Yeah. Two ranked teams. Go to that one if yeah. you're not going to come here. It is an 8 o'clock prime time. We do have the wonderful Holly Rowe on sideline who will do an excellent job bouncing between this and covering the WNBA finals. But I just, I'm, I'm a little peeved that they chose to go to Clemson. Texas A&M over this game. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't, don't understand, understand that it either. Reasoning yeah, at all. I, you know, and even you know, you know, if it was maybe Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah, that's another yeah, one. That's Go to that the, that's going to be a highly competitive game. You got also you got Arizona State playing Michigan State in maybe a battle of the two most disciplined teams. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe on the field they're the most disciplined. Yeah, Off the field, say. I can't say that for Michigan State, but Arizona State all around the most disciplined team. Um, yeah, that's another interesting matchup. Uh, I think they were just going for you know a, a bit na- coaches, Do, big name coaches, I suppose. I think the game's in Clemson, correct? No, no, it's in College Station. Oh, really? Okay, I was gonna yeah. say maybe they chose it because they wanted to get to Clemson. And Clemson's schedule isn't the toughest, but I have no idea why they're going there. Then, yeah, um, I I think it's just Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo I, I I guess it has to be. I get is that game ESPN? I suppose it is. Yeah, Jimbo yeah. versus Stabo. Yeah, the, I, I the think, two one name coaches. I think that's why. Mm. Um. Okay. Anyway, that was my little sidetrack. I forget what the original yeah, question. We're going was. off the rails early here. Um. Uh. My I question was. Your overall feeling. Do you feel worried? Do you feel confident? And, and, you know, regardless, you know, what are areas of concern? My area of concern is the defense. Okay. Um, What specifically? The the back. The back end of that defense. Um, Because Trace McSorley, say what you want about him, he's not afraid to sling it out there. Yeah. And this defense needs to be in proper position. They need to... Just run to the end zone and be around there. If, if you're if you're scared where the ball is, just go to the end zone, because Trace McSorley's gonna sling it yeah. out there. He's gonna take that risk, and Pitt needs to be in the proper position to bat the ball away or catch it and get an interception. That's my fear: is the slinging ability of Trace McSorley that yeah. scares me more than anything else. He's like. A Flacco esque, where he'll just throw yeah, it down. Yeah, that's that's he'll that's a very you know interesting there. comparison. And the only lucky thing is, in college, they don't have the flag, the pass interference, yeah. like spot foul. It's only fifteen yards. So hey, if you're scared, throw him down. Take the fifteen yards. Yeah, he that's... will sling it down like Flacco. Yeah, and and you know, make no mistake about it. That you know, you could talk about the losses that this team's had. Um, you know, Penn State, they lost their, their top couple receivers from the previous year. They lost their, their tight end, and they lost Barkley. But, you know, you got to give them these guys some credit. They have some, some excellent talent at, at wide receiver, for, particularly this Johnson, uh, number 84, I believe. This guy, uh, a unique specimen. Um, they're going to be a handful. There's he's no, big. He's, he's a big dude. There's, they're going to be a handful. There's no doubt about that. Um, 
So that's something, you know, we talk about how, you know, we saw some improvement from the secondary uh, last week from the previous years and in the last two games of the regular season last year. Um, you know, last week, you know, you could say they're playing Albany, all, but, you know, seven points that you gave up is still only seven points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's something to take note of with mostly backup players. Um, Let's flip it, though, on the mm-hmm. offense. Are you afraid about the offense being able to – I think it's going to be a shootout, and can Kenny Pickett and this offense with question marks at some of the skill positions – be in a shootout of this type of game and compete in a shootout. Uh, well, if it's if it's a shootout, because you know, Penn State's defense is a little weak. They showed that against App State. Like, it, you know, they lost a lot of guys on offense, but their defense is really they're, they're a rebuilding situation. They're in a real well. yes, exactly more so than I think on offense. Uh, well, they have a couple um, a couple defensive linemen that that are that are pretty good guys but they're you know, young but they're, they're they're but you know the rest of their defense very young uh i don't know how much kind of depth they have on this de- defensive line you know you could talk about all the the, the stars and, and highly rated recruits that you want but you know if you got you know guys that are 22 or 23 years old that weigh 320 pounds and you are only an 18 or 19 year old kid that weighs 250 pounds, you're going to get moved out of the way. I don't, I don't care who you are. And, and that's the one advantage that I really like uh, with Pitt here is that, you know, our offensive line are just nothing flashy, just big, strong dudes that want to push people out of the way. And you got George Aston there who's got to count for something in terms of, of your running game. We didn't so, see him a whole lot yeah, on Saturday. We did not. And, and even though you're saying it may be a shootout, um, which it could be, I think that you know Pitt's running game, I think, is going to really alleviate a lot of the pressure from, from Kenny Pickett. Uh, so he may not have to make as many plays in a shootout situation as maybe a Trace McSorley might have to if they can't get their running game going. Correct. Against a Pitt team who who should be able to stop the run pretty well. I think we feel confident in that. Right. But but I'll say this, though. If it comes down to Kenny Pickett having to make a big play, this guy is a rainmaker. He is going to make the big play. I feel confident. I could see it in his he, eyes. He's ready to he go. He needs to take advantage. I mean, you talked about the run game up front. I think their Penn State is very vulnerable in those those back de- those defensive yeah. backs they did not look good they they need to for Penn State they need to you know pull together I think the best thing for Pitt to be able to do is pound 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 and then make that long play you and think, capitalize is that what you would do I would you, I would run as opposed run, to the run. other way around no I'd run because that's an established strength of yours your wide Pitt's wide receivers while you know we're a little more optimistic about them, they're young. Yeah, um, yeah they're just as young as the guys they're playing against. Right, yeah. exactly. So I would run, use your strength up front, use Aston. Olison looked great. He looked so fit, and then draw him in with the you know the jet sweeps and all the motion, and then play action. Boom, downfield. Well, I, I would. I'll present this uh, plan of attack. Is you know, and I did not get a chance to review all the tape from the Appalachian State Penn State game. Um, but you know, from what I heard a lot they had a lot of defensive guys in the back seven out of position. Uh not yeah, not did. ready to make a, a play. Uh so is that something that you try to feast on early? 
and, and you know, try to really uh, get them question the where they're supposed to be at. You know, no. if, I, if you attack them early, you get a big play like that. Now they know, you know, okay, we got to defend this as well as the run, and then they're all over the place. No, I think reverse because I think if you try and gunsling with them early, you don't want to get in a shootout with them. I think then they would, you know, if you eat some clock early, just pace yourself, then I'm not saying play conservative, but I, you know, if you got the run game going, stick with it, ride that, and then try and make those big plays. But I think um, trying to take a risk too early, even though it's a calculated risk, will open yourselves up to a shootout. And I don't, I don't feel comfortable in a shootout, but I do think that's how the game is eventually going to go. I do you just, really? I do. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I do really you? do. But I do think Pitt may break off some long runs. I think those types of plays are going to happen. Well, I think that we, you know, I think there's going to have to be a little bit more risk, uh, maybe, than what you're, what you're, and I'm not saying, you know, go out and, ju- and just chuck it 50 yards uh, to start off, but maybe hitting some, you know, intermediate passes, maybe 20 yards downfield. Um, I think that's maybe more along the lines that we're going to have to go here because um, the last time Penn State came to town, you know, Pitt rushed for a whole bunch of yards, but eventually, you know, Penn State stacked the box and was able to figure right, it out. Right, and, and, what, and maybe they had better personnel at that time, and, and you know, it was I'm more effective. I'm not saying run for three and a half quarters and let's throw a pass downfield. I just... Try the run game for run a it until bit. they can stop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, but I would still, I still think you got to mix in some play action. I still think you got to mix in some intermediate routes and, and keep them on their toes because you know I will say you know Penn State you know uh, we could say what we want about McSorley uh, about his you know his, his quality of, of his accuracy and, and his his throwing ability, but the guy has won a whole lot of games. Oh, yeah. And he's won a lot of games uh, in crunch time situations. Exactly. Yeah, you know, this game isn't going to be over until it's over. Uh, we may need to have the ball up three scores uh, with under a minute left, and the other team has no timeouts. That's what we might need to have happen because they are going to be coming until until the very end. Yeah, he's they, a, he he doesn't quit. You yeah, know, and, and you know, you know, um, you know, you the the Appalachian State game. It looked like Appalachian State backed off a little bit. They got conservative. Uh, they they got to too conservative, it. and it looked like uh, if if you recall that Iowa game last year, uh, it came down to the very end, I believe. You know that may have been a similar situation. Um, now let me ask you a question that I don't know the answer to, which is really bad, and I think this is a huge weakness of the Pitt offense. Yeah, who's Pitt's tight end? <laughs> I, I, well, I believe Tyler Sear is the guy that started. Okay. Uh, and, and Will Gregg, the tr- Gregg, the transfer from Arkansas, uh, oh. was was the the backup player. Okay. Um, but yeah, we didn't really go to the tight. I believe we did complete a pass to I, the tight end, but not very much. Not featured team, in the offense. Follow this team very closely. I know a lot about Pitt football, but I'm sitting here thinking about the offense and the offensive attack, and maybe you could attack the seams. Um, a little bit, get those linebackers moving out of position. I just thought, I have no idea who our tight end well, is. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good point. You know, uh, they got a very inexperienced linebacking group. And maybe the, maybe instead of attacking it with a tight end, maybe it's going to be... Like uh, French in the slot? A slot receiver, like Rafael Ruggio Lopes. 
uh, th- this guy is all over the place. Uh, he proved to me last week that he, that you know he can make um, some big plays from all over the field. He's an excellent route runner, and he may be the guy that's lining up in the slot. And we'll see if Penn State tries to line up a uh, linebacker on him or not. I think that would be a foolish mistake on their part. Yeah, but Mac, uh, I think is going to be a great asset for Pitt. Um, just to see your Mac. Yeah, yeah, I just think. He- he can catch the ball consistently. Yeah, he only, There's not going to be a lot of drops. Well, that's him. another. Yeah, it's another guy. Uh, only played about ten to fifteen plays last week, but yeah. caught three passes. Uh, that was the the only plan for him. It for, was for limited work. Uh, he did excellent in his in his limited work. Um, so I, I think he's going to be featured. Um, we touched on it uh, towards the beginning of the program. Was that uh, Pitt didn't show a whole lot. Um, on offense or defense mm-hmm. last week. Um, now, two years ago, uh, when we played Penn State here, um, didn't show anything the first week. Second week came out, had all these uh, jet sweeps and uh, uh, line shifting and all kinds of different wrinkles thrown in there. Uh, do you have any idea what we might be throwing at them this week something that wasn't shown the first week that will surprise him here i think a george aston big run surprise like okay <laughs> beating george aston at some point like in a weird situation getting him the ball or on a rever- some kind of george aston surprise is, okay is a weird play i'm gonna predict okay uh sticking with the offense do you think we see paris ford on offense this week no i don't really i mean maybe but i think I think that would be a big tell that something he's getting the ball. Maybe he's a decoy situation. That would be great if they did that, but I don't think he's going to be on offense this week. Uh, what do you think? Just not, just not ready to play. Too many already, too many options at the position. I think they need to be. I think they need, especially early on. I think they need to be a little bit more conservative, and then if they have a lead, don't lead, don't let up, and maybe then you see him, but. I don't. I I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough about Paris's Ford's uh, I don't ability. know. I don't Maybe know where I don't they're going to use enough him. about yeah. his ability. Um, like the, the people have been talking about it, so that's why it's kind of. Well, well I'm not like when Whitehead was first used. It was like, whoa, where did that come from? Well, I mean, by all accounts, Paris Ford has been, you know, uh, had some practice at at wide receiver. Um, you know, in in training camp, is this a situation where you're going to actually have him run run routes, or or is it no or is, is it a jet sweep situation? Do you have him line up in the backfield, just try to get the ball in his hands? I, uh, I I don't know. I can't begin to speculate about Paris Ford. I don't know enough about him and his abilities. Well, by all accounts, he's got tremendous ability. Okay, well, let's, well, well, we'll, well see, but we'll I don't see it. know uh, if he'll be on the offense. I, I would, I, you know, I would like to see him return punts in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's a big spotlight. There's going to be a lot of pressure. I mean, maybe if you, maybe uh, you're playing it more conservative and you're going to have uh, Rafael Ruggio Lopes return the punts, but maybe you're in a position where you put Paris back there. I would put Paris back there um, because I think – I think maybe that's where he's gotten a lot of practice at. I don't know about the offense. Then you're asking the guy to play three every play. I mean, not every play. Not every play. But well, three sides of the ball, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, now, now, granted, you know, he's not a listed as a starter on defense. 
but you know he did play a lot due to the injuries. I don't know how if this was a you know a regular game. I don't know how much we would have seen of him last week. I'm not sure. I thought he did an excellent job though. Uh, on defense, do you think we're going to see anything surprising? Um, it was mostly a base defense uh, last week. Uh, four linemen, three linebackers. Uh, do you think there may be a situation, you know, if Penn State's going to spread it out, maybe put some extra defensive backs on the field? I hate, uh, you know, the linebackers are playing so well, and, and the defensive line's playing so well. I hate to take some of those guys off the field, but we might have to. Maybe. I maybe. I, I think there I I'd be interested to see if everyone's healthy, too, in the defensive back core. Okay. I don't, you know, we don't know. A, a few of the starters were out. Was that just because it was the first game? They could afford to not play with them? Or are we missing one or two guys going into yeah, this game? I, well, we don't that's know. That's another thing. We don't know. And I what think the that will is. determine the packages you see out there. Yeah, and that I'm, I'm very concerned if Phil Campbell does not line up uh, at safety here. He played excellent at the end of last year, uh, sat out last week, and, and we suffered a little bit for it. So I hope he comes back uh, because this is this is going to be a critical game where Penn State could get uh, could break it open or get right back in it with one big play. Uh, so we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, a couple questions for you um, before we we finish up. First of all, um, I, I guess give me your prediction first for, for for the game. Are you ready? Yeah. I think it's going to be. 41 to 37. I think it's going to be a heartbreaker for Pitt. Do you really? Even though at the beginning of the year I said I think they're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I just have this feeling that it's going to be like a last second bomb. McSorley's going to run around, scramble, Well, and that's what he it. did two years ago and it didn't work out. Right. Right. I, uh, I, I just think it's going to be a heartbreaker. Forty-one thirty-seven. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Pitt's gonna win this ball game. I hope they uh, do. Uh, I hope. I hope. I am so wrong. I hope I am so wrong. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's gonna be thirty-five to twenty-seven. So still pretty I, high I, score. I, I think we're gonna win thirty-five to twenty-seven. I think Penn State will get. Uh, you know they'll. I think. I don't think it's gonna be as close as that. I think they're going to score some points at the end to get back into it. One thing I am concerned about, and I didn't bring this up until right now. The kicking? Is not, well, the kicking could be a concern, um, but uh, I believe this is going to be a Big Ten officiating crew. And oh, I don't like to talk about it. I know you don't, but I'm going to let it be known right now. The last time uh, we had a Big Ten officiating crew for this game, um, you know, they got a lot of calls for them. What year uh, was that? 2016. Uh, we won, it, so it didn't matter. Why are we harping it, on that? It really helped them get back into the game. No, I just, I think, I think it should it. be known. Stop um, it! Stop! 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 Um, right, so, who is going to be that dude that we are talking about after this game? Good that or guy. bad? Good or bad? Um, I think it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a pit player. I think it's gonna be your boy Rashad Weaver. Okay. I think he's gonna really get after McSorley and maybe not sack him or but just be there every single play. He's gonna he's gonna disrupt. If he's there every single play, well, then I think okay, I think Pitt's gonna an, win the that game. That might be an exaggeration. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so emotional about this right now. 
Like, I know I'm saying contradictory things. I just feel like I'm going to get it's my gonna heart broken. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be. I'm going to get my heart broken. I hope not. Uh, it's going to be a close game. I'm um, already stressed. I, I think, uh, you know, on defense, I think, you know, Weaver is, is a guy I've been on for a long time. But uh, Keyshawn Camp. Yeah, this he's guy, my guy, too. This guy played excellent last week. Very disruptive. Um, and, and I think he's going to do it again this week. I, I'm really interested to see see what he can do uh, against some big-time competition, which this is. Uh, and offensively, you know, I think, you know, Allison could have a huge game. I think some of the receivers could have a huge game. But I think uh, by the end of it, we're going to be, all be talking about the Rainmaker here. Kenny Pickett is going to come out and, and, and be a star and get the crucial touchdowns. He's going to make the big plays that are necessary. Okay, I think George Aston. Look for him to have a big game. All right, maybe a two touchdown game. Uh, yeah, he, and he, he's 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 been training all off season. Yeah, uh, to to get back last week, he he looked good and he's ready to do it again this week. So that's it. Uh, that's our preview. Pitt, Penn State coming up this Saturday, eight o'clock, Heinz Field. It's what it's all about. This is a this is a big time college football game, a big time rivalry. And hail to Pitt. Thank you.